Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another broadcast of The Urban Shaman Speaks. I am the Urban Shaman, Alex Rutland, coming to you from whatever time, whatever space you're in right now, wherever you might be, because time is an illusion. Hello again, and welcome back to The Urban Shaman Speaks. I am your Urban Shaman, Alex Rutland. So what many of you listening to this for the first time don't know is that I'm also a certified and well, pretty much many clients with me, but I am a health coach. So that means mind and body. And what I'm going to do going forward is actually take you through some of the material of my coaching program. Now, one-on-one coaching will cost $1,500 for the entire session, but you'll get some of the information here. I'll ask a few questions that you can formulate your own answers to, and we'll go from there. And if you should decide you want personal coaching, then reach out to me at alexrutlandcoaching at gmail.com. That's A-L-E-X-R-U-T-L-A-N-D, coaching, at gmail.com. All right, no further ado, let's go ahead and get this started. So the way I usually start my sessions is talking about (laughs) something that's going well. Um, I like to quote a uh, popular uh, morning radio show, Tell Me Something Good. Uh, Some of you might know that. It's more on the uh, country side of things. But, you know, so in the start of my coaching sessions, every session I ask, what's going good with you right now? And the reason that we start the sessions this way is because most of us are so used to focusing on what's not going well and what we're doing wrong. And that leaves us feeling way demotivated. So when we focus on what is going well, we feel motivated. We get inspired, and we keep making progress. I know this is just the first session here, but, um, you know, whenever I ask this, I'm curious to start with something that's going well. So it can be any area of your life. Yeah, we're focused on health, mental and physical, but it could be in your body. Um, It could be with your work or your friends or... Something is connected directly to you is what I'm looking for. And so what is something that you're proud of trying or doing in the last seven days, no matter how tiny the effort is? One thing I tell my clients repeatedly, release the judgment. There's a lot of judging going on left, right, down the center. A lot of us have this habit of judging others and ourselves. And it's not helpful in many ways. So what I'd invite you to do going forward is to replace judgment with curiosity. Once you get curious, you start asking questions, you start getting to the bottom of what happened and why then you can see a way out of it. You can see a different way to do things or you can congratulate yourself on how it was done. 
but just consider that. I mean, coming in hot and heavy right here because that's who I am, but, you know, replace judgment with curiosity. So we're going to be starting all our sessions this way, focusing on what's going right as kind of a self-acknowledgement. That acts as the motivator, like I said, and propels us to follow through even more. And it doesn't matter how small this acknowledgement is. Any acknowledgement acts as a fuel. I mean, as high as gas prices are, you know, any fuel we can get from ourselves, take it, run with it. But this fuel, it motivates us. It gives us energy. This is not about evaluating how well you did something. It's not about what we could have done better. It's not a test. All we're doing is recognizing ourselves for doing the best we can with what we have. So at this point, I would acknowledge and congratulate you on relating something that went well for you in the last week. And ask, see how good it feels to acknowledge what's going well. This is the ritual we'll be doing every time we meet. <laughs> Think about that right now if you can. Just something you feel like went well, that you did well. Acknowledge that. And can you feel the surge of energy just thinking about what's going well? Just imagine if you were talking about it. And it's key because it's that extra energy that we feel in surplus that has us make better decisions about our health, our body, and our mind. On the other hand, when we're focused on what, what's not going well, we start to feel crappy and make crappy decisions. I don't even need to ask, but does this make sense? The next part in coaching of this first session is talking about desired state goal setting. What specific measurable outcome do you want in 90 days and why? And I have five criteria you need to meet to uh, consider this a goal. I mean, for some of you, it's going to be too much intellectual information, and for others, it'll be fascinating. If it's too much, skip over that part. A well-formed outcome or goal is stated in the positive. So it says what we want, not what we don't want. Two, it's initiated and maintained by self. We don't need to rely on someone else. Three, it's achievable within the same time frame that's been given, so 90 days. Four, it has a specific sensory-based description. What does that mean? We want to know how it feels, how it looks, how it smells. How does it taste? It's something that's going to be easy to measure. Either that or we're going to have a really in-depth description that would tell us when we have it. And the fifth of a well-formed outcome or goal is it's an appropriate chunk size. 
biggest chunk must be worthwhile while small enough to feel attainable. You'll hear me talk about this later on, but with a big goal, you want to chunk it down. You know, if you've got 90 days one-on-one with me, and you have a desired goal for those 90 days, what's it going to look like at 30 days? What's it going to look like at 60 days? Chunk it down. We'll talk more about that. So this is the first session, so it's a pretty unique session. And this goal setting for the next 90 days is what we're going to be focusing on and working on together. So I want you to think of these instructions. We want them to be specific, measurable, achievable. And don't worry, I'm going to help you figure out what those are. So just, I want you to start brainstorming. What are some outcomes, maybe two or three outcomes that you'd like to have happen over the next 90 days? What would you be experiencing that would have you feel like this was the best investment ever? And you know, if you come up with something that's not so specific, if it's kind of vague, like I want to feel better, ask yourself, better how? Or maybe, how specifically would you like to be feeling? Now, once we know the desired state they want, being you, my client, (laughs) once you and I know the desired state you want, We need to know why you want it. What you're going to do is repeat it back. And when you do that, I will repeat it back to you. So what you want is to lose 30 pounds, to feel less anxious. Well, my next question is what will having that do for you. And it's going to be repeated. So every time you answer what will having that do for you, we're going to go deeper. So what will losing 30 pounds do for you? Mm, You'll be able to fit in that dress for the high school reunion that you really want to. Well, what will fitting into that dress for the high school reunion, listen to me stutter, do for you? Oh, you'll be able to show up that head cheerleader that knocked you out of first place on the squad who's all frumpy now. Well, what will having the ability to show up that former head cheerleader do for you? feel more confident in yourself. Hmm. What's important about having more confidence in yourself? On a scale of 1 to 10, how important is this? If it's not at least an 8... It's not weighty enough for us to focus on. 
So we'll keep going deeper if we need to. Now, now that we've identified your motivating factors, and for fun we'll call them the big MOFAs, M-O-F-A, all capital letters, we want to create little reminders so you don't just forget about them between sessions, because we're going to meet once a week. So we want to do something called anchoring your big MOFA. An anchor is something physical in your environment that will remind you of why you're doing all this. Why you're making this effort. Especially in the times where you don't feel like it. Which I guarantee will come up it more than once over the next 90 days. And check this. You want to be healthier because you want to be a better example for your kids is admirable, but it's outside yourself. That's a hard one to swallow, I know, but you have to be able to do it for yourself first. People talk about selfishness like it's a bad thing, but the way I look at it, you can't pour from an empty vessel. And this goes to all the, the folks that are givers but don't know how to receive. And dealing with people who are receivers who don't know how to give can be another thing that maybe you don't understand. But this is the part we're dealing with right now. If you can't give to yourself... If you can't receive from yourself, there's a damn good chance you're not going to get it from anywhere else, no matter what beautiful, wonderful relationship you're in. I'm sorry to break hard truth to you, but you get an idea of how my coaching style is. I'm in your corner. I'm supporting you every step of the way, but I will not pull the punches. So, a lot of our progress is happening outside of our sessions, between our calls. I say calls, I prefer Zoom. I have done Facebook Messenger, as long as it's a video call. Why? Because I need to connect to your energy. And... If I can't see how you take a question, I may not be able to move to the next one as easily. And I say Zoom or, or Facebook because I don't have a physical office. COVID made it where I didn't need to. Not a single client I've worked with has insisted on a physical office. And that's okay because that means I can help a lot more people in a lot more locations outside of where I live in Bradenton, Florida. So let's go back to this. A lot of progress is happening outside the sessions. 
There's six days between our calls. And unfortunately, or maybe in your case you might say fortunately, I won't be there every moment when you're making choices. So these anchors will be like your accountability coach in between our sessions. They're little reminders to make conscious choices rather than defaulting to old behaviors. So I want to create some anchors with you, which will be things in your physical environment that will remind you of why you're doing this. You know, it could be a screensaver on your computer with an inspiring message. It could be your background on your phone. Maybe it's a ring you wear. Or maybe you're one of those folks who likes to hang sticky notes all around the house. piece of jewelry, a song you sing, a favorite smell, a pleasurable taste, a happy touch. Maybe it's a part of your own body, a knuckle or forearm or the solar plexus, or you get the point. When you see it or hear it, smell it or taste it, it will remind you of your big motivating factors. And it's going to do two things. One, it'll be a pattern disruptor. Something that stops you like a record scratch when you're tempted to make a choice which may not be in alignment with the outcomes here. It'll also just give you an influx of energy of like, oh, wow, yes, I want to do blank for myself. And give you that creative spark that you kind of had at the beginning of the session when you were talking about what's going good. Anchors can help prevent us from making in incongruent. Big word, I know. I'm a bibliophile. You know, keep us from making bad choices for ourselves. They can also give us that little infusion of life. Like, oh yes, I'm excited about making this good choice for myself right now. Does that make sense? I hope so. So what are some physical objects and sounds and smells in your environment that you see every day that will make good anchors to remind you of your big mofas? <laughs> There's often some way we can make goals, but most people have made goals in the past and not achieved them. Part of it's because they haven't systematically or structurally changed anything in their life to make way for the new thing. We have to clear out the old furniture before we can bring in the new. So, is there any clutter in your schedule or environment that needs clearing before you can move forward? Anything that is cluttering up your counter or your closet? Your living room? Your kitchen? Bedroom. Mm. I know a few people that 
wash laundry and then just throw it to the side in their bedroom. And these are grown-ass adults. So give yourself two or three minutes to brainstorm a list of all the things which could get in the way of you committing to yourself over the next 90 days. And then ask which of these are within my control. Put a star next to the things that are within your control. And bring that with you to the next session so we can create conditions for success in the program. So what needs clearing so that you have the conditions for success from the beginning? Hmm. And then we're going to talk about action steps. Action steps are your homework between sessions. Action steps are your accountability coach when I'm not there. So just three samples for action steps. Between now and the next session, clear the clutter and set the conditions for success. You might be the client that's going to focus on the current roadblocks that are in your control and take action toward clearing them out. Maybe this is something to do with setting sacred appointments with yourself or cleaning out your closet. Make it relevant to you and the ultimate result you want. And one of my mentors says to ring fence it. If it's on your schedule and it's a non-negotiable, that circle you put around it is a ring fence, meaning it does not get moved, not come hell or high water. It's that important. Make yourself that important. Second action step, connect with your anchors. Make it mean something. You know, write down your vows to yourself. Make a statement out of them. Notice when you make choices that are not in alignment with this promise to yourself. No need to judge. Mm. Judgment. <laughs> Don't do that. Approach it compassionately, consciously, and curiously. My three C's. Compassion, consciousness, curiosity. Mm, I am the ever-curious monkey. I, every time you see or hear or touch or smell your anchor, it's a moment of truth. 
You're literally asking yourself, am I making the best choice for myself in this moment? And then the third action step. This will vary depending on the person, but it's an exercise around awareness. Physical awareness. Because I want you to get connected to your body. You know, it might be a breakfast experiment, so you can start building the relationship between what you eat and how you feel. Or it might be finding the right movement for your body type. So maybe you go to a yoga class, or a pole dancing class, or take a jog. Tune into how you feel during and after each one. And you know, with yoga... If it's gentle flow, it's going to be a lot different than hot yoga. So keep that in mind. You know, other options here for awareness might be the 20-minute meal. Where literally you make sure you take 20 minutes to eat your meal. Chewing, breathing, drinking, eating. Or I do have an EBT daily check-in that I work with. I have handouts for the magic plate. Shows you exactly how much space each thing should be taken up. I have a list of magic snacks. I have the, a menu of movement. And more but that's just some ideas depending on the person and the last thing we do in this session and yeah it kind of went by fast but hey I'm talking to myself here with my clients it takes a full hour the last thing we do is I ask for an aha moment an appreciation or an insight that the client received from this session. Why at the end? Because this will help you drop into the present. But it also seals in what you learned during your time together with me. And then we'll pick up next week at the same time, same location with session two. And when we do that, we'll start off by following up on your action steps. And then we'll slowly start working the spiral down a bit deeper. Yeah, did I mention I like to dig? I'm not above making you cry if it helps you see the truth. I'm not going to do it out of maliceness. But I can be a hard ass. And the biggest teddy bear you've ever seen. You come at me with bullshit, you'll get the hard ass. You get vulnerable with me, I'll do the same with you. 
So until next time, have a wonderful day, and please don't hesitate to drop me a comment. This has been another broadcast of The Urban Shaman Speaks with your urban shaman, Alex Rutland. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a show. Until next time, step outside the illusions of time, space, and even this matrix reality, and seek the truth within.